What's going on guys? We're back again and we are going to be continuing the Book of Bubba Fett for episode 3. So first off, if you guys have not seen it and you don't want to be spoiled, click off the video and then come right back that way. Because we are going to be getting into not only heavy spoilers but also theories. Because there was a lot that happened in this episode and there are still things that have a lot of speculation. At the same time, there are things that really add up because what we see in the beginning of the episode is we see where Bulba he is on his throne he's going through the what the droid is showing him when Brave Fortuna was in power he split up the districts into who had power and who needs to have power now this kept him on the line of the throne so to speak now again we don't know who kind of put him on the throne to kind of give him the position after Jabba because again from the time we see Bulba to when he didn't really, well, supposedly died to when we see him in uh, Mandalorian, that was a five-year gap. So, again, Biff Fortuna was in power for over five years. So, there was a lot that happened, and he's telling him about that. Then we get a water moisture farm that comes in, tries talking to Bulba, stating to him, hey, this is what's going on. And we have uh, these ones that are stealing from him and that he would pay double tribute if he takes care of the issue. And so Boba, he does do this, but at the same time, he does it kind of like not being stupid, but he's also being cautious because he meets these group of, I would say, young thugs who are uh, part machine, part human and one of them, apparently, she's from the comics. She's very well-known. And they are tired of paying tribute to the water farmer because of how much he's having to pay them. for. A, he's having them pay a month's worth of water when it's only a week's worth. So, Boba actually gives them the opportunity, hey, come work for me, and I'll show you what actual money looks like. Now, again... Some people, I will say, don't like like this. Again, I wasn't a fan of this because, again, it kind of felt like they were Power Rangers due to, uh, <laughs> I will say that it was kind of stupid and kind of silly, especially with the bikes that they had because, again, with them being a biker gang, so Bulba is using that to his advantage. And we do see where he goes back to the back of the tank after talking to Fennec about what to possibly do about the situation. And what we see is he's remembering of what happened when he was still in the Doom Sea with the Sand People. He left on a Bantha, so he's been accepted by the tribe, as well as he is trying to make sure that they are secure through the Doom Sea with the Pikes. So he goes to the Pikes, and they find out that there is another party that they've been working with, the Riders, that Bulba has seen raiding different settlements as well as also the ones he went up against in episode two and he says okay don't worry we'll take care of this so when we see this we see where which was horrible he comes back and then just everything's been destroyed all the sand people have been destroyed they've been slaughtered and he later finds out it was the same rider gang that he has been dealing with ever since he was around them so he buries them he burns them and what we see in this, actually, is we do see when he goes into Mos Eisley, is he sees the helmets of the stormtroopers being put on the spikes. We also see a familiar face, the same woman that took care of Baby Yoda in the Gunslinger episode of uh, Mandalorian. So it kind of adds up what's been going on. We also see young Bulba seeing him, you know, Jango Fett leaving at a very young age. And then what we also see, which I think this was crazy, because we got to see Blacker Santa, 
Black Chris Santa attack Boba Fett while he was in the back of the tank. Now, I think this was an intense scene. He literally lunges at him, throws him out of the back of the tank, and they just start fighting. He gets thrown around to his jetpack. He even gets thrown across, and he tries everything. He even tries to grab his, uh, his, uh, his gauntlet, he even tries grabbing just just anything, and it does not work because that's how strong Black Crescenta is. And again, if anyone does not know who Black Crescenta is, I hadn't even looked this up. He is a exiled slash uh, assassin bounty hunter from Kashyyyk that was a gladiatory warrior. He worked for the Empire. He also worked for different uh, groups as well, like the Huts, among others. He even went up against Obi Wan Kenobi at one time in the comics. So it was pretty interesting seeing. Uh, him go up against not only Boba Fett, but Boba Fett actually gets his ass kicked by Blacker Santa. And when this happens, we even see where the gang shows up to help him. And when this happens, he is not only the gang's helping him, but the uh, the Ramonian guards are trying to protect him. And it just doesn't seem like Blacker Santa cannot get kept down. He just keeps getting, you know just over and over again. He's beating the crap out of everybody. And then as soon as this happens, Phoenix shows up, she says, get back. And then she releases a door that was where the Rancor was. And she just drops them in there. So now they're a prisoner. So we see where the day after where they are trying to figure out what they're going to do. And Bubba and Fennec are having a meal. Well, more like Fennec's having the meal. And I, I love Fennec. I mean, she, she brings so much to the show of not only comedy relief, but also just being a real smartass and a badass at the same time. So it was kind of funny just seeing her put her feet up and like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to eat and I'm going to chill. So I thought that was pretty cool. Now, I will say that was interesting is we see where the twins show up and they offer tribute to Boba by giving him a Rancor, a child Rancor. And what we even see is Danny Trejo in this episode. They put Danny Trejo, which I found absolutely funny because I did not think he'd ever be in Star Wars. But again, with uh, Robert, you know, Robert Rodriguez doing all this, it, it doesn't really shock me since, again, they're friends. So, again, it was, it was pretty funny. At least I think it was funny. So, we see where the twins say that this has been collected by a, another syndicate, which we're all guessing he's the Pikes. But again, we have a theory on that. Well, I have a theory, which I'm pretty sure others do as well. Now, I will say they try to give, they're telling him, oh, well, you know, give away Black or Santa. We don't care. We're leaving Tatooine. And I suggest you do the same thing. Bulba is like, no, I'm going to stay. And he's going to do what he's got to do because he wants the Empire. He's still trying to learn. And he's gathering a good little militia. He's got now that bikers cyborg gang on his side he's got fennec he's got the grimorian guards and he's now also got the uh rancor that's going to be trained by the by you know danny trejo's character because they put him into the uh the pit that jabba had for him for his rancor at the time and we see where we find out that rancors were pot were used on um the uh the witches plant what we saw in the clone war so we could possibly see that as well as also we see where he wants to learn how to ride a rancor and the rancor's eyes are covered due to the first one that they see they're going to see as a parent slash caregiver so boba fett removes it and he's going to be the first one that they see they sees and he wants to learn not only that 
bond with it, but at the same time, he wants to understand it as well as be able to write it and be its caregiver as well. But we're going to see kind of, I guess, uh, Danny Trejo's character going to be the caregiver as well as also training it to obey Boba Fett. So that way we can see that. Now, again, there was a rumor that he was going to be writing a Rancor in the series, which I found to be really cool. And I guess that is going to be coming to uh, the series, which I had a feeling it was going to. We're just going to be waiting for it. Now, he does tell Black Santa, like, hey, don't be working for these guys because I know how it goes. Take it from an ex-bounty hunter. So he does let him go. So we could see him come back being an ally of Boba Fett at some given time. But then we also see where he gets informed of who the Pikes were working with because the Pikes were working with the mayor because it does get shown that, hey, go after the mayor because that's who originally was trying to do this the entire time since they, the Pikes were in good with the mayor. So when they start talking to him and then they have this chase scene with the bikers trying to go after the uh, mayor's stupid assistant. And we see where Boba Fett says, well, where's the mayor? And he says, he's working with the Pikes. And he's like, Oh, is he? And then we see a ass load of Pikes come to the plane of Tatooine. And we see where one of the ones that is now loyal to Boba Fett for the time being for the bikers. That's almost going to call him the biker gang that, he informs him that a dozen or more came onto the ship and Fennec looks at him and she's like, well, they're going to go to war. And he says, well, then we'll be ready. So this episode had a lot of mixed feelings. I think it was pretty cool that we finally got to see a battle between uh, Boba Fett as well as Black Santa. I think that was cool. Also seeing how the Pikes are going to be wrapped up in all this and how the Pikes are going to be the main bad guys. But I also have a feeling of who is the main villain behind this. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. Now, I'll also say it's kind of interesting that we had Danny Trejo come in here as well. And we also had more Pikes. We had also... A Rancor gets shown in here that's going to be loyal to Boba Fett, as well as also Boba Fett still learning about how to run an empire on his own, but slowly gathering allies, slowly gathering respect, and having his own little group of ones that are loyal to him. And we have a lot more that we're going to be seeing. Now, again, I do think it was kind of silly with the cyborg humans biker gang, that type of the bikes that they're showing. Now, again, I do understand why people are saying, oh, you know, it's Power Rangers, it's Power Rangers, which again, I do agree. It, it kind of is kind of silly and kind of funny, but then seeing that one flashback, which again, we're going to be continually seeing flashbacks because of what happened to Bulba for so many years uh, when he was, you know, in the Dune Sea by himself. So again, we're going to be seeing whatever could happen between the time we uh, saw him at that point to the time we see him put on the armor once again in Mandalorian. Now, I know pretty much people probably have this theory. I think... We're going to be seeing Kira. Now, again, if nobody remembers uh, Kira, we're going to be. She was the one that was the love interest of the young Han Solo, who was in the Han Solo movie, who was working underneath uh, Darth Maul, who was with uh, Crimson Dawn at that time. And now that Darth Maul, either he got exiled or he, uh, you know, just was no longer. Ahead, uh, I, I, we, we don't know. Again, I, I've said this so many times that we don't know what happened to Darth Maul from when we saw him in Han Solo to when we saw him in Rebels. There's so much that they could do, but again, it all depends on what they're going to try to do at the end of the day. So I'm hoping that 
it could be Kira. Maybe she took over. Maybe she is wanting to be the new head of the criminal underworld and that the Huts were under her, under her at some point. And now that the Pikes are in town, so to speak, now we're going to have to see Boba Fett and his militia go up against the Pikes and show him, hey, you know, I'm in control now. Jabba is no longer in control. I am. So that's what's going to be shown. Now, I will say that it will be interesting if Kira is the main villain. And if she brings up Han Solo, it'd be kind of interesting. But like, oh yeah, I did try to get money off that guy or something. It, it'd be very interesting because of their relationship with Han Solo. You know, one tried to hunt him. The other one had a relationship with him that was romantically. So it'd be kind of interesting to see what would happen between those two characters. I think that would make the most sense. I think it'd be kind of interesting to see how she rose to power if she's going to be the villain, so to speak, in this uh, series. As well as, you know, maybe she could say, well, Darth Maul left or Darth Maul did something or, or someone needed to succeed him when he decided to leave us. So, again, there could be a lot of information that could uh, connect us to Darth Maul because, again, Darth Maul is one of my favorite characters in Star Wars and I think it'd be very interesting to have a mention of him because again he did lead the pikes he led crimson dawn and he led uh multiple other gangs he even went with the huts at one point as well if you guys remember in the clone in the clone wars during that time period with uh darth maul and his brother so there is a lot that is being shown right now in star wars book of bubba fett that i am excited to see and i cannot wait to see further on in the uh series now again there's only going to be seven episodes so we got uh, about Four, four, four more right now, I think. About seven, eight episodes of Bubba Fett. So I'm kind of hoping that they kind of speed it up just a little bit more. That this, uh, you know, slow upstart is just going to be a slow upstart. So uh, otherwise than that, not a whole lot of issues with it so far. But I cannot wait to see what else they got in store for us for the book of Bubba Fett. Again, I do think that it needs to get just a little bit better. I think that needs to... Uh, just increase. I think it needs just needs to be just a little bit better, a little more action. And other than that, I mean, it does give more depth into Star Wars for Boba Fett's story, as well as what's happened to him, as well as also what's going to happen to him, and also the issue with the criminal underworld, the huts, the pikes, and everything else of that nature. So let me know what you guys think about this down in the comments down below. If you guys are enjoying the book of Boba Fett, what you guys think about this episode, what are your theories? I personally like to know down in the comments. If you guys are new channel, subscribe, and I'll see you guys on the next one.